0: How are our exes doing? Welcome back to After Our Happy Hour. We are your chaotic but cathartic co-host I'm Jamila. I'm Vicki. I'm Sharon. For today's episode, we are talking all about exes, specifically our exes, obviously. Because
1: we never, we've never we done a couple dating episodes before, but I don't believe we've ever gone in depth with our dating history slash exes and what kind of people they were like. Maybe have a sense of what Vicky's is like. One in particular, not even all of them, just one.
2: This is a fair disclaimer to my ex is. Stop listening or stop watching it's not gonna be good for you so move on our first question is when was our last relationship people
0: well if you've been watching our episodes i think you would know that it's been a while since my last relationship okay hold
1: on also disclaimer that we're gonna talk about relationships like boyfriend girlfriend status but we're also gonna include some of those people that we never got into serious relationships with but it was more than just a fling fling so technically your last serious relationship was when
0: versus oh wow i totally forgot about the non-serious you ones. need to stop <laughs>
1: shooting yourself in the foot here jam come on
0: okay my last serious one was in the 2017 so it's been four years i think the one that i count as the last non-serious one was 2018, second half of 2018. And the last one that is kind of a thing, but not really a thing that we'll talk about later. That was in 2019. End of 2019. I really hope he doesn't listen to this podcast. He won't. Imagine if he secretly listened to our episodes and he knows that I'm not over <laughs> <laughs> Okay, anyways. Next person.
1: My last relationship was in... It ended in 2018. And then my last... Thing was in 2020.
2: I think my last relationship ended 2020. Yeah.
1: And it was the last thing. Basically, yours are the same, whereas
0: Jam and I are different. Okay, so next, we're going to talk about our first relationship. My first relationship was high school of senior, junior year.
1: See, my first relationship was my only relationship, which was freshman year of college.
2: See... Sharon and Jam said that I can't talk about middle school, but I dated a guy for three days in middle school, so that would be my first. (laughs) Because I also dated a guy freshman year of high school for like three months, but we were such children. Does that count? If you count it by time, I guess, sure. It was basically puppy love, but I wouldn't even say it was a relationship. My first actual like, oh, dates, he asked me out and like... It was boyfriend-girlfriend status to everybody. It was junior year of high school.
0: Okay, we could start there then.
2: Sorry, mom. Actually, she knew about it, so. Mm
0: -hmm. My mom found out too because I had to go prom. So I had to get a dress.
2: Why did you guys
0: date your first
2: relationship? What was, how'd you guys meet? What happened? And then what, Where? How?
0: My first ex, he just random. I was walking through my last period of the day, and he just randomly came up to me. He's like, "Hey, I think you're really pretty," and I was like, "Oh, thanks." And he's like, "Oh, can we change numbers?" I was like, "Okay." Wait, did you know him? Um, like of him because our homerooms were across from each other, but we never talked. And his friends of friends were like some of my friends, so then we just started talking. And then I think part of me it never really got into a serious relationship. Like that was my first one, so I was just so fascinated by the idea so i was like, okay sure and just went along with it um not that it was ever a bad relationship it was i guess good experience but i just knew it from the get-go it wasn't some one that i would be together with in the long term it was just like for fun for the short term for the experience you know how jam and i were in the same business org
1: together so obviously it's not just us it's other people and so me and my ex got really close like i saw him as my best guy friend We yeah, basically, we're just like really, really, we got really close as friends. We I would say he knew me best my first year. And then he told me that he had feelings for me. And then I was kind of like, oh, no, 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 no. Nah, nah. Like, it's not going to get there kind of thing. Or I was just like, oh, we're friends. But then you know how when th- something happens and the seed is planted. So from that moment, I think I got even closer to him. And then I would probably do things that I shouldn't. Not like I did anything wrong, but more so knowing that this person likes me and I don't. I should draw that line, but I think I did not draw that line, which gave him the idea that I started progressing feelings for him, which I guess I did. So then the second time around, he told me that he liked or like he was like, we're not friends, dude. We don't do just friends things. And I was like, oh, really? I think we do. <laughs> and Wait, then- I give him so much props for like saying that though yeah and then i was like no i think we're, we're fine you know that kind of thing and i let him down again kind of and then he was like okay fine but then give me some time and space because i like you and if you're if you don't feel the same way then i need to draw some kind of line and then after that i got really sad and then i like really thought about it because i definitely did things that weren't i guess purely friendly hanging out really late with him in his in his dorm not doing anything but she's like hanging out with him really late doing everything with him at every moment we got together instead of drawing that line you know kind of being really close to him and you know that kind of stuff do you feel like at any during
2: that time where you're like no we're just friends but then you'd hang out there's like any point of you where you're like we're cute like I can see it
1: I think I was in denial, pretty much, that, oh, we're just friends. Maybe it wasn't like, oh my god, I really want to be with him, but it was not, oh, we're just friends either. So long story short, I felt bad. Oh, not felt bad. I felt sad that he was distancing himself. And then there was like this party, and then I got really drunk, and then he got really drunk, and then basically I was crying, and then he came up to me. I was like, I know you like me. (laughs) And I was like, okay. And then TLDR, we got together. I didn't, wait, okay, I didn't realize he was so, like, bold. No, he was. That is straight-up confidence. See, like, confidence goes so fucking far. Less confidence, he's straightforward. Like, he won't beat around the bush, which is a good thing. Okay, Biggie. <laughs> Before I go into mine, Sharon, your thing literally sounds like a Wattpad
2: story. <laughs> and it makes me It's not so an sad. actual, we'll, we'll get there. Anywho. This is so off topic, but I've read like five romantic, like published books the last three days. So my head is in the clouds. I'm like on cloud nine. So anyway, my ex. (laughs) How did we meet? We were friends first too. He's a year older, but I knew a lot of older classmates because I took older classmen classes in high school. And so we did sports together. We went track and field together. And I think... It started with he wanted to get tutored in math or something like that. And so I was helping him. And I don't know if he went into that with the intention of like, oh, I'm interested or he like actually needed I don't remember if we talked about that. But so I was helping him. That meant we like hung out more and more. And so we would like hang out and do stuff together just us two. And like, and I knew in the back of my mind, he was interested. I wasn't going to make the first move. I was waiting for him to make the first move. And eventually he never did. And I was just like, okay, we could like, we don't need to label this. We'll just hang out or whatever. And this should have been the moment where I knew that like, maybe I just don't show affection enough. Because randomly, I guess he got a really like, mixed signaled or something. And he was just like, I don't know if you like me and we've been hanging out, but I just wanted to tell you that I like you. Like he texted me this, I remember. And I like LOL'd really hard when I saw that because I was like, we've definitely been doing a lot of like coupley things. And for you to not be sure that I like you is really weird. why would I take the time to like spend time with you if I'm not interested? And so he had to ask if I was interested. And I was like, well, yeah, like we've been hanging out.
0: (laughs) Wait, did you do anything
2: else or just just like purely hang out? i never like did anything in high school, like intimate, like kiss or you know make out in the back of a car or anything but like it was intimate like we would hella late nights I would I'd go to football games and before he because he's a football player so then I'd go to his football games and then right before I'd be like hey like good luck and stuff like that and so it's just like I did girlfriend things without the label of girlfriend and then for him to be like I don't know if you like me but like I like you and I was like come on bro <laughs> like it's pretty obvious right <laughs>
1: I feel like I need to be there physically when Vicky's with her mans because- Oh, we have been. No, like I feel like I need to be a fly on the wall because I feel like Vicky portrays how she is a certain way and then it's completely different to how her exes or her men see her because I feel like generally you've given us- you've told us that they say, oh, you're not giving me enough or does she even like me or blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that should have been my first oh shit- But
2: it was cute. He was a football player and I go to his football games and he was like the first guy that I brought him home for one. And then we would do like cute things because there was a group of friends like we were a group of couples and we just do like quadruple dates
0: and go on like camping
2: trips and stuff. Yeah.
0: Dude, I had to bring home my first ex to my parents, too. It was, like, first time I ever brought a guy or anything. And I was shaking. Like, my hands were really shaking that day. So they knew you were dating him. Yeah, because I had to go prom with him. And then after, we found, like, God, the house. I was like, oh, my God. I feel like... I just forgot that whole memory. Like, I feel I just kind of, like, browned out. I was so nervous.
2: Would you get nervous, Sharon, if you were to bring a boy home?
1: I believe in the future where if I'm ready at that stage, then I'm confident in me and his relationship where I'll be excited. Sure, I'll be, like, nervous a little bit, but I'll be very excited to see what my parents would have to say about him. Why did it end for all of us? Okay, I don't think it matters how your first relationship ended. Let's talk about how the most... Serious relationship you've been in ended, right? Because, like, all your other ones, does it really matter? Unless you do have cases where multiple ones have mattered well, my one and only serious relationship ended because, see, this is where the whole naiveness kind of comes in because there was nothing wrong with my first relationship, but it was also my first relationship. So I was very confused on the concept of feelings. Basically, it was all new for me because I've never been in a relationship before and there was nothing seriously wrong with the relationship, but towards the end, I wasn't giving him enough and I never felt like I wanted to. Like I would be like, But I do give you enough, but I definitely didn't because I still treated him like he was my best friend, not as much in a romantic way as I should or could have. I don't regret the relationship. I think it taught me a lot and I wouldn't take anything back. But if anything, I could have either given more or been more truthful with my feelings because he eventually broke it off with me because I wasn't giving him enough. And then we got back together and then I broke it off the second time because I knew it was over or like I knew it was he wasn't the one for me based off me not giving him enough I think I might have mistaken friendship feelings as more and maybe for a certain time it was but then it didn't continue or didn't like super progress which I always felt very 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 guilty about
2: I feel like you shouldn't like you can't forced feelings bro
1: yeah but I wasn't honest either and we would kind of dated for a long time
0: but you guys were also really young you can't expect what you know now to be applicable to what how you were when you were in freshman year
1: it's not that i didn't have feelings it's that he needed more and i couldn't be that person for him we both learned a lot and it was a good relation it was a great relationship it just wasn't the one y'all are good people but it just so happens that you guys can't be good people together true if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. Can't force it. You said both your ex- or your more serious two relationships ended for the same reasons, which was what? In
2: general, I would say one, it was just because like I didn't show enough emotions and I wasn't giving enough. Basically, they would tell me this. These things and as they like pushed that more, I was like, ooh, I don't like like you enough to do more, or it was like too taxing for them to constantly remind me that I wasn't showing enough. So then I'd be like, okay, bye. Like, let's end this relationship. I'm emotionless.
0: <laughs> let's just say in the scenario that it didn't end because purely like your emotionalness emotionless. What do you think there will be another reason why you guys ended?
2: It sounds bad, but they're like really good people is what I'll throw out there. They're really good people. Our friends, like my friends, don't know these things about them because I don't talk about it because I don't want them to look bad. But like men ain't shit for this reason. Is like when you throw in the sex factor, they don't know how to think right. A lot of it is like, I don't want to have sex sometimes, and they don't know how to take that. And then they start getting pushy about it. It just doesn't mix well when a girl says no, and then they're just like, she doesn't like me.
1: So interesting.
0: The reason why my most serious relationship ended was because we were just at different stages in our lives. At that time, I had a lot more plans and goals, and where he just wasn't sure where he was going, We just couldn't connect on that. And then also we were long distance. So that made things even harder because I want to go out and hang out with friends and stuff. But then he would sometimes get mad because like, hey, like you're going out. But what about me? He felt like I was neglecting their relationship. So it was a mix of these factors that we just didn't work out. So we ended things before I started my second year. It was never on bad terms or anything. It's just we were at different stages in our lives. He's doing really well now. So I'm happy for him. I swear. <laughs> that sounded so not happy. <laughs> I'm just a little like competitive, you know, because he got a girlfriend before I got another boyfriend. I'm just like, mm, "I'm happy for you, but like I feel like a little competitive, you know? So please someone shoot your shot." <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyways. Yeah, so that's why my most serious relationship ended. You guys are all still friends with your exes, no? I don't talk to my first ex anymore. We just lost contact. And then my second ex, we still wish each other happy birthday up until recently because he got a new girlfriend. So I wasn't about to, you know, continue texting him because in case like the new girlfriend doesn't like it. So and the last text we ever had was basically when he wished me a happy birthday this year.
1: I'm chill with all of my quote unquote exes, except for one, not that we're on bad terms. I just don't want anything to do with him. Is this... The one I'm thinking of? Yeah. I
2: wouldn't want anything to do with him either. (laughs) Ah,
1: Thanks. (laughs) What about you, Vicky? Yeah,
2: no. The the three that I have in my head that I consider serious, I wouldn't say we're friends. Particularly. (laughs) Fuck. That's so mean. (laughs) It was a pretty nasty breakup for my first one. And so, like, we he blocked me on everything. And then, like, we never really spoke after that. Wait. I feel like he never
0: talked to us about this.
2: Why it was a nasty breakup? Because it's a really... Like, I was scared of him when we broke up. That's why we broke up. Why? I'm not traumatized from it, but it's still, like, ugly part. He was a football player, so... I feel like locker room talk was a big thing. So he had friends that would probably talk to him about, oh, well, like, have you and Vicky done anything? And I was a wholesome girl who, like, the farthest I ever gone was with him for anybody. And so it was a lot. And I kept saying no, and he got really pushy about it. I just ended up not wanting to be alone with him because I didn't know how to say no at some points. And I let it proceed more than I was comfortable with. and. Then eventually it got really bad where he was like, I don't, like, what's going on? You're not talking to me. You're kind of avoiding me. Like, what's happening? And then I just broke up with him without really explaining it. I'm so much more vocal and, like, I stand up for these things more now. But back then I was your shy-ass Asian girl. And all my friends came to the conclusion that I basically just lost feelings and, like, kind of dumped him. And so he was really upset over that I guess so he blocked me on everything and I was like that's fine with me I bump into him sometimes when I'm at home because we live in the same town or whatever we're mutuals but I wouldn't say we're friends anymore
0: so how did your second relationship ended was that also a
2: bad breakup I wouldn't say it's bad I did it when I was studying abroad which was bad I think my most recent relationship was the only one I did break up face to face. The rest was over texts, which is really bad because I'm a little bitch. <laughs> it, we were just like getting more and more distant. There were times where we wouldn't talk for like two to three days at all. And so I was laying in bed one day when I was studying abroad and I was Was like, why am I doing this? Why stay in a relationship where we don't talk? And so I just texted him and kind of was like, what are we doing? This is going nowhere. We're not talking. We're not doing anything. Let's break up. And then we never really talked until I moved back to college And so thinking more about the relationship. And this was when me and Sharon were talking about our breakups or our last relationships. I was like, maybe I do need closure. And we had a whole conversation. And it was a really mature conversation where we both mutually agreed that, yeah, the ship kind of sailed for us and we grew out of the relationship and we're glad that it ended, whatever. We're just mutuals I would say I know nothing about his life I don't think he knows anything about mine but it's not like we hate each other so
0: so Sharon briefly said that she doesn't regret her last relationship whatsoever given that you had a bad breakup in the first one and kind of mm, on the second and third do you regret any of them no I feel like they were all
2: really good boyfriends they treated me really well and they set up standards for me If you take out the trickling other things in general, like they were really good. So I don't regret any of them. Do you?
1: No. Nice.
2: Oh, look at all of us. What did you learn from the relationships then?
0: I wouldn't say I learned much from my first one because I just knew it was for fun. My second relationship definitely learned what I value more in the relationship and what I like in the guy. Um, like it was definitely a, a lot closer to quote unquote my ideal type than my first ex, and I think learning wise also being more truthful about my feelings because like towards the very very end when I think both of us realized that it was not gonna work out, but we just kind of like holding on to it, and then I wasn't like the most truthful about like how I was feeling because at one point I think we were both like oh shoot dude, this is something that maybe could be long term because we were we felt we were really compatible to all of our exes but then as it went down where we're at different stages for our lives when we realized that what he wants and what i want don't necessarily align and stuff but he maybe he asked me oh where do you think you see us like how many more years and i wasn't as truthful i just gave him an answer that he wanted to hear so I learned that, but have I really been more truthful about my feelings? Mm, Not as much. (laughs) You know, you learn things, but doesn't necessarily mean you apply them. So yeah, I feel like from my two serious relationships, I haven't learned as much, but they were good experiences. From your first relationship to the second
2: one, do you feel like in the second one it was better because you dated the first person?
0: I think even without the first one, I would still know that the second one is better. Because personality, our backgrounds, just all these things just align a lot more with interest and everything. But obviously, when you compare it, then the second one's even better.
1: Are you only talking about your serious relationships? Yeah. When I think of me for you, I think of... (laughs) I feel like... is so worthy of talking about because
2: he was such an impactful part. Unless you don't want to talk about I
0: it. I mean, we could, but I just don't count him as he's an a, He's ex.
2: not an ex, but like he's someone.
0: Yeah, like
1: if I ask you, dude, who was the most person you were most interested in, it would be him, even though you guys didn't ever date.
0: I feel like the, you know, the two in between flings, I'll briefly talk about them. The first fling, I think it was one of those, he matched everything on paper that I wanted. And I was like, oh my God, like it matches. But then the connection wasn't there. So we just ended things and we have a lot of mutual friends. like We we could still talk if we're like, to see each other. And then second one, it was my guy best friend, which was, do I regret it? Yes, I do. So you do regret something, okay. It's because I got into it from a very selfish standpoint. I got into it thinking that I had feelings for him, but it was really just, I wanted a companion. And at that time, he was able to provide that sort of comfort and gave me that attention. So I mistaken that as feelings. And then as he grew more feelings, I realized what I was doing. And I was like, no, this is actually not what I want. And that's when I actually started comparing that to my relationship with my second ex I felt really bad for putting my guy best friend through the whole thing because he just grew more feelings as I was not growing feelings and just breaking things off and he got really hurt so I that's that's why I regret that one um afterwards I mean we're fine now but I don't no, it'll ever be the same damn that's crazy because out of
1: all the people that i've met all, all the ones all the guys that you've been with that i've met i liked him the most as a person not necessarily i liked him the best for you but as a person i liked him the best
0: But also, he's really the only person that you've really met, other than
1: my first fling. I know, but first impressions are really... You know how big first impressions are for me? So this is also like a general reminder for people that just because someone's good on paper doesn't necessarily mean they're good for you. Right. the connection and the feelings are not there. Okay, that was basically a really long spiel. So let's get to the best for last.
0: Oh, we're going into it now? We're talking about... Best for last. So I... Don't consider this guy as my ex because we never really officially dated or ever talked about we were anything more than friends. But it's just we were definitely acting more than friends and everyone around us could tell that there's something going on, but we just never did anything about it. Although we ha- had a talk about it towards the end. Um it was one night, it was we we're just chilling and he was just like, Do you like me? And I said uh I can't do this right now so I went to the bathroom and showered <laughs> I really mean, told you guys this um, yeah,
2: but it still like gets me that you left and <laughs> it was like I can't
0: and in the shower I was like holy shit is this happening <laughs> like what is going on because we it was after we drank I was like wait is this real I like pinched myself and my heart was beating I was like how do I even like whew. so I like composed myself I went out and I was like what do you mean what are you talking about he's like do you like me and then basically we just had this whole conversation and he's like don't like me I was like I just kept saying like what do you mean because I guess I was just so shy to confess to him because I it was like a guy that I really really liked so then we just kind of ended the conversation nowhere and we're just like oh we're just like continue to be as friends and I was like okay but you can't keep doing things that give me mixed signals and he's like no I'm still gonna do it and I was like Oh okay, like but you can't because I'm just gonna keep giving like you just gonna give me mixing those. So that kind con- of conversation ended, and then we just continue what it was, and if anything, he even amplified it even more. Things ended and we went our separate ways. So <laughs> what did you learn? <laughs> oh wow, the conversation really just went everywhere. What did I learn? I learned a lot about my own feelings. How much I could like a guy. Um, how much I could care for someone. Like even now, you guys know that he still pops in my head. Do you think he knew that? I think he knew that I really liked him, but I don't know if he knows to the extent of you guys you know, or of all my friends. If he did, I don't think I like him. But if he didn't, yes. then fine. I
1: was literally about to say the same thing. Whenever Jam talks about him, I'm like, oh my God, I love him for you. Or like, wow. But then I sit there and I'm like, I don't really like this guy. And it's nothing on him. Like, it's not like I don't like you as a person. It's just that I hate that he can't give you what you want kind of thing. So I naturally just don't like him for you.
2: Not even that. I feel like you kind of handled the whole situation really shittily. Like, he was not in the position to have started that. Like, I wish he didn't.
1: Okay, see, I'm going to be devil's advocate for him because I think he had some sort of feelings for... Okay, from an objective point of view... I can't say that he didn't have any feelings for Jam at all. But was it to the emotional level that Jam was? No. So then, in that situation, for him, it was like fun and good and you know, but whereas Jam saw it becoming something more.
0: So he had an ex before me, and that was like his, the one almost. It didn't work out. So then I always had that in the back of my head. So I've never fully shown my feelings towards him. It was always just seems very playful, very temporary. So that was the same way he was reciprocated towards me. The only people who really knew my true feelings was at that time, like the two girls I say abroad with. So I've never shown how much I liked to that emotional level, which is why I don't think he realizes how much of an impact he had on me. I think it's also
1: because, you know, if you ever do something with a guy where or even if it's not physical, if you know kind of like there's something more there, usually you try it out. And then if it doesn't like you try talking to this person going on some dates, blah, 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 blah. And then if it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. So you have some sort of closure versus. Jam had like a finite date, end date to it, and was never able to explore it. And then he didn't make an effort to explore it afterwards. So then it was just always like a what if for Jam.
0: And then I think the part that really hurt afterwards was that when I came back and... Not that I was expecting anything, but I was hoping at least we'd be friends and talk and maybe we continue to be really good friends. I think that part, I was just really disappointed.
1: Exactly, which is why I'm like, how do you even let go of a friend? Even if it didn't progress that way, how do you not continue a friendship that way? Which is why I'm like, "Mm, I don't like him. That makes me feel better that it's not just me. But that's even more like, well, I still don't like you because unless he's going through it and he doesn't want to speak to anybody, then fine, okay, okay. I'm, like, so
2: intrigued because I mean, I've never seen jam like this. Yeah, that's my entire Jesus history. <laughs> and Sharon, what did you learn from your relationship? Jesus Christ.
1: My first relationship, I learned that...
0: Being more truthful.
1: Yeah, like, you should be more truthful. But I was, as a, at the same time, you definitely learn through your first relationship a lot. Or at least I did. Communication is really important, which we all we had. I think... To the emotional level at where me and my first ex were, I don't think I ever had that with someone else. But even in that aspect, I never saw him as the one. So it really goes to show like chemistry and all that above has to be there too. And then the second one was... The Kind of like the rebound where everything was good on paper. Like I remember meeting him and being like, I really like you on paper. I think my parents would like you. Good conversations, good head on his shoulders. But it definitely was more of the rebound and like didn't want to get to that intimate level without being in a relationship. So I think that hindered me a lot. So then the relationships kind of fizzled out on his end. So there's that. And then the third one was kind of the one that got away where I learned that... Any relationship is a two-way street, so I can't expect to be chased or to be given all these things all the time. Because I always kind of wondered had I given him the same energy that I was kind of receiving if he saw potential kind of thing so he was kind of like the got one that got away and then the last one was i had the strongest feelings for him like i don't know if i ever told you guys this but in the beginning i was like is this my person kind of thing because everything that he was telling me about himself was what i wanted in a person he hyped himself up a lot he was not who he explained himself to be and that's kind of where i learned like love can be blind i didn't love the guy Mm, But like the saying, love can be blind kind of thing. And that was my WTF one. Like looking back, I'm like, am I dumb? I think I was kind of thing. So yeah, as well. I I should have been so much more vocal about that relationship. That's what (laughs) I learned from Sharon's relationship is
2: I need to tell Sharon shit. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Because... I've definitely questioned her about it. I was so reliant on the fact that you knew yourself. That's why. Because I was like, okay, like I never had a full like very, very intense conversation with this man. And I saw him at a superficial level. And so I was like, okay, maybe I was just being judgy. And Sharon, like she knows herself best and like she has more intimate moments with him. But like... When I saw him and, like, all these things, I was like, Sharon's, like,
0: infatuated with this man. And (laughs) what? (laughs) See, what I learned from Sharon's relationship is that I should probably talk to everyone around her and see what they think. Because during this thing was when I was staying abroad. So the only source of info I had was from Sharon's point Uh, of view. So I was like, okay, this guy seems great, you know? Yeah.
1: I learned that it's kind of difficult to... It's very very difficult to go straight into the talking phase or like the physical phase without having known this person prior like i know nothing about this person except for what you tell me about yourself which is very different than you meeting someone starting off, as, starting off as friends and like progressing that way. So now I'm just traumatized. I'm just kidding. I'm not traumatized. But I think it's because you guys know like I'd rather date somebody who's a lot more extroverted than me. And so I thought he was funny. I mean, he wasn't not funny. Yeah, he
2: gave a good impression of himself. Like I remember when it was just me and him when we would talk. Like I was like, oh, I can see like beneath the goofiness it's like a deeper level to him.
1: No, there was nothing there. Oh. Emotional intelligence of a freaking peanut. Crazy, right? That's insane. I can totally see that. He looks it too. <laughs> Anywho, that's my what I've learned. Vicky, what have you learned? <laughs> I'm a bitch. I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like all of it is just like, do I have emotional issues? I feel like I've learned that I have more issues than I've learned, like, an actual lesson from all my relationships. I see. I feel like from my most recent one, I learned that, like, I really should not be dating. I feel like I'm so much better at being single than I am in a relationship. And it's not like trauma speaking, but it's just like because I do have so many like trust issues and commitment issues and all these things. I feel like I focus on it more and I'm able to figure it out more when I'm single than when I'm in a relationship and
0: someone's like telling me it. So basically you're saying that you learn you should work on yourself first before committing to your next relationship.
2: Yeah, right now I I feel like if the man of my dreams comes in front of me and is chasing me, I wouldn't even think about it. I would not be in that relationship. I have such negative ideas about a relationship and how tiring it was to be in so many of them that I'm over it and I just don't want to think about it.
1: thought you were on Cloud Nine and from Wattpad, and with my books. I mean, but yeah, but like, oh my God, this is possible kind of thing.
2: No, I like reading. I feel like I've read so many books because it's a nice little world to fake being in. And then that's all I need.
1: Are you traumatized?
2: I wouldn't say I'm traumatized. Maybe there's a difference between denial and traumatized. I'm not in denial, but maybe I am traumatized.
1: See, the thing is. You always have generally good things to say about your exes. As in, you literally just said they're all good people. And with the exception of da 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 da, which everyone has, you know, negative traits or not as great traits, considering for the most part they're good, you seem to carry a lot of burden about your past relationships, which I'm like, so was it on them
0: who affected you this way or comments? I kind of agree just because... Between us three, when we talk about exes, I don't think I would say I necessarily hate your ex. Where well, we could say we hate one of yeah. Vicky's exes because of what they did. And now that you told us about your first ex, definitely do not particularly like him either because of how their behaviors are. Like being pushy with getting more physical or getting mad because you don't want to do that. Like That's not normal in a relationship <laughs> at
1: all. Does that mean Vicky is how do I say this? Like giving them the benefit of it or like being nicer than you should be about who they are as people. That's why I'm starting to isolate someone
2: who's in a relationship, that personality versus someone who is a friend, a person. People are very different in that aspect. And so I give them not even the benefit of the doubt as like they are good people, but when they were in a relationship with me, they made really shitty mistakes with me which yes if i think very deeply about it i'm like fuck that
0: sucked but i don't know if i'm traumatized from it see the reason why i say that is because when you mentioned the first thing that you had it kind of fizzled out because he wants something more physical but you didn't want to do it but he never really pushed you right yeah where whenever vicky's kind of talk about her exes it's like Oh, he kind of pushed me. He almost got angry at me for doing this. And I was kind of scared in this situation. And that's in itself is not okay. I should watch this again
2: when I'm in a relationship to make sure that... (laughs) Apparently my track record is shit. Men don't understand that girls don't always want to have sex and that's normal. And then they take that as an insult to their pride. They're like, why don't you always want me? And why don't you? Which I'm like, you're thinking with your other head.
1: I think you're excusing them. I think you're almost like normalizing it for the generalization of men. But I don't think that's the case. Yeah, I've been with really shitty men sometimes. (laughs) Which in that case, I would understand why you would be almost afraid. I don't know if you would characterize it as afraid, but I could see why if you were afraid to get into a relationship, I would understand that because who wants to be in that situation?
2: Yeah. I think that's the big, not the biggest thing. It's also tiring to think about being in a relationship right now too.
1: See, this is just me psychoanalyzing Vicky here, but I feel like it's because you think you already know that you can't ever give someone what they want because you see yourself as someone who is just not a very intimate person verbally and maybe emotionally therefore if you were to be in that relationship again and hearing the same thing about like well do you even like me or you're not giving me enough you're just over it which means that you need somebody where you either completely fall head over heels about but you never ever romanticize that which means is that not possible
0: why is your accent why is there an accent coming i like this therapy
1: session i'm getting (laughs) like doesn't that make sense
2: it does that's why i'm just like i'm so over it because like the idea doesn't even seem real anymore
1: yeah you almost just seem to know for a fact that no one can make you feel this way so then and you don't ever want to be in a situation where you're being asked to give more and more and more even though for you this person was almost your person you should you should be a therapist let's (laughs) let's sign you up for that no 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 no, no. please i need one that's what i i should do (laughs)
2: Anywho, that's so negative to think about, like, oh, you're never going to be good enough to be in a relationship. That idea. Oh, for yourself? Yeah, because all of my exes are like, oh, you're not emotionless, and that's a me problem. Because I I know I, I don't emote, which is not normal for people, but I don't want to change that because that's just not who I am but that also equates to oh you're not good enough for a relationship because in a relationship that's what you do you like show your emotions and you get vulnerable and all these things and that's not easy to like admit out loud almost because it's like there's something wrong with you
1: (laughs) I don't think so because it's not that you're emotionless you you gave your exes what was your best version they just wanted more or whatever but like it doesn't mean that there won't be someone
0: else out there who's on the same page and wavelength as you i also feel like you might be mixing emotions with affection like you said you've been vulnerable with your exes you've opened up you've talked about feelings and stuff those are emotions you're others they want affection They just want you maybe like physical touch, things like that. And I don't think you should confuse those two and equate them and make you feel like you're not good enough. Because you have emotions, like you've shown your emotions towards us, you know? So it's not that you're literally emotional, emotionalist, it's just you're not an affectionate person. And that's fine. Not every guy is going to ask for affection. You know, some guys are gonna be like you who do not really value physical touch whatsoever. But Then what if I'm like, I want
1: them to be (laughs) like, Then that's a different problem. That's a different bridge we'll cross
0: together when the time comes. What if then I'm like, fuck? Do they like me? (laughs) Or or maybe there's a guy that you do want to be affectionate towards, and you just haven't met them yet. But you shouldn't close out the door. You shouldn't shut the door when it hasn't opened yet. Something like that. Yeah. You you have emotions, Vicky. We can confirm that.
2: Thanks. I think I'm just not ready to be in a relationship. That's
1: the second thing I was going to say. I just don't think you're ready yet. And one day you will be, but that is not now. How do you guys feel ready? Can you put it in words? I don't know if
0: I can explain it in words, but I felt it. I felt like I was always ready to date, but maybe I wasn't ever... I wasn't always ready to be committed in a relationship just because I have a very clear distinction between the two. The only time where I felt like I wasn't ready was when I was getting over my second ex because I still had lingering feelings. And I guess for me, if I were to put it in words is if I don't have any more lingering feelings for that person, that I feel like I'm ready to date that next person. But also I feel like in the past year, as I got to know myself more and I started to you know, find out what maybe my flaws are or things that I need to work on, that's when I start to feel like maybe I'm not ready to date because there's things that I want to work on and improve myself before, you know, meeting someone new. There's like moments like that. But for the most part, I feel like if I'm like almost always ready to date, (laughs) that sounds so weird, but just not always ready for a relationship.
1: I think that's where me and Vicky would be more similar in the introvertedness because... I didn't have lingering feelings after me and my ex broke up. Like, oh, do I consider going getting back together with him? It was nothing like that. But that doesn't mean I'm necessarily completely healed from the relationship. And I was also so tired, emotionally drained from the relationship where I just didn't want to put myself in that situation again. And then one day it was kind of like, oh, I kind of imagined myself in a relationship or like I'd be interested to be in the talking phase again. And that's when I knew, oh, I just wasn't completely healed and recharged from previous.
2: I feel like my indication would be if I'm excited to do it versus it's tiring for me to try. And the moment that I'm like, oh, I really want to and I really want to try and I'm excited to go on these dates and do cute things and all these things that currently make me want to yak, then it's like, I'm ready.
1: Yeah, I agree.
2: What about your exes did you like, though? Did we ask that? Like, why did you like them?
0: Oh, I mean, my First ex, you know, first relationship, first serious thing, that excitement. Um, Second ex, at that time, was, like, the closest to my ideal type. Like, we just were compatible. Like, we just match. Our, and then the fling. What was the question? Why did you like thing? Oh, oh, oh. Because he checked all my boxes on the paper, on my paper. And then fourth one, oh, it felt like he was giving me, like, attention, affection, you know, feeling very, like important i guess and then fifth one the most recent one our energy level match like we were very similar as people we just got along like right off the bat um it was just so easy to talk and then we just connected we had like same humor yeah like everything damn <sighs> see i need to just
1: keep planting it in jam's brain that i don't like him Anywho, sorry, my guy. I need to keep popping your bubbles. I need to keep bursting your bubbles. For me, I like my first ex, personal ex, because he was my best friend. I can tell him anything and everything. That's my favorite part, which is rare because I feel like for guys, I typically feel like I can't, I need to protect myself or something. Anywho, yeah. And my second one favorite, I like this laugh. (laughs) Okay, I don't know. Uh, he was, <laughs> he was <laughs> no he was a fun person i really liked our energy especially in that summer it was me him jam and a friend and our energies were oh, great and then my third what my what i liked he was my type that's when i was like oh chemistry he was just my type it was really he was nice to look at uh and then last one humor yeah
0: he was charismatic i'll give him that so you basically just need a combination of those four people into one yes, person yes, yes yes oh my first person first ex
1: had a great great eq read the room well What about you vicky did you like anything about them I'm <laughs> I'm sure you did i'm <laughs> gonna sound like a bitch <laughs> it's
2: fine dude it's fine. i really like that i knew they liked me more than i like them is that bad <laughs> we should cut that out let's not put that in
1: no, that's not bad. But that also gets tiring, dude. Do I always have to be giving more? That kind yeah, of Yeah,
2: okay. I did yeah. feel that where I'm like, damn, I'm not doing enough. It's not that I like that, but I feel like because I knew that, like their actions meant more to me. Like they were very thoughtful to like me because I could tell that they weren't. Well, okay, let's go down the list. My first ex was very thoughtful. I could tell that he thought about me a lot so he cared about me a lot and then my second ex he was (laughs) friendly oh shit (laughs) he was very easy to talk to i like out of all my exes i was the most comfortable with him probably my most recent one is how He was my very good on paper. He spoke Cantonese. We grew up together. We were able to be on the same wavelength about a lot of things. I would be very surprised at like some of our conversations and how much we were similar or viewed things the same.
0: I have a question. So do you guys believe that relationships will work better if you start off as really good friends or start off as friendships and you progress to get to know each other and become best friends and then date or start off as more strangers and you get to know each other through your relationship.
1: See, I'm biased here because I've had one where it progressed as friends and I knew him the best and I liked where we were there versus the one that I completely met as a stranger didn't work out because he was just not, I have no good things to say about him the way he talked about himself was what I was like oh my god you're so great and then in reality I was like dude you need to check yourself because anywho so there's that But then I think for me, I still believe that at least having a mutuals with this person is the best way to start versus complete stranger. I'm always kind of nervous that it's what Vicky said. Them as a person is very different than that person in a relationship or what they're like behind closed doors that you may not fully get to know until you're like married or like living with them. Please prove me wrong. I don't know.
2: See, I've never experienced fully dating someone without being friends first. All my relationships started off as friends and then we got into relationships so I knew everyone before, which also makes me biased because I like it when someone surprises me with their personality. It makes me more intrigued about them when they say something Or do something that catches me off guard that I didn't expect. Then I'm more invested. Which I feel like would be healthy for a relationship where you're always intrigued. But I also feel safer if it starts off as a friend and then evolves
0: into a relationship. For me, I always believe that there's more excitement in starting a relationship with a complete stranger. Yes. Or just someone you don't really know. Because that's honestly of my past two relationships my second ex we had a mutual friend but we started really soon after we met so we really got to know each other as we got together but then with my most recent thing that from study abroad that's when i started to realize how good a relationship could be if you guys start off as friends i mean we kind of start off as friends like feelings grew pretty quickly and then we both kind of like knew. So there's, you know, some more than friends actions in there. But then just from that, I could see how a, a good it would be because you guys both know each other so well. And then it progresses to something even greater. So after that, my mind has kind of changed. Well, that
1: was our relationship all about the in-depths of our exes slash serious relationships slash not one-time things let us know if any of these X's remind you of yours or if you're in any of these situations ding 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 check yourself before you wreck. just kidding i do know what i'm saying and i hope this episode helped i don't know in some way
0: or if it was entertaining for you to watch or just relatable mm-hmm. and we'll catch you next time bye, bye.